Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome Hello. back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, what's up, Donna? Hey. You got hey. Friday over there? Yeah. Cool. What? Just are you, Is your calendar a show on Friday? It sure is, Steve. Very fun. All right. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, there's not going to be a Basilica block party this year. I just wanted to put that out there. What's up with that? Uh, they're taking a planned one-year hiatus to reimagine the event for future years. Oh. Uh, you know, they took a break in 2020 uh, because of the pandemic, obviously. And sure. then... Last year, the, uh, is it the Avit brothers? Is that how you say their names? I go with Avit. You do? You Ooh. go Avit? Yeah. I go Avit. Mm. I just don't I talk them about them. The Basilica when I one year. Did you? Well, they had to cancel due to a positive uh, COVID test. Mm. What'd you say, Steve? I just don't talk about them. So I avoid the Avit the Avit brothers. The Avit problem. brothers. The Avit. The Avit brothers. Hi. I'm Jim Avit. Hi, we're the Abbots. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You know what I usually do? I go to like YouTube and watch like Jimmy Fallon introduce, introduce them. Mm-hmm. And then I know how they how Why they don't you do, do that for us, that for Rocco? All right, that'd be great. Yeah, okay, I'll be right Thanks back. So much. Bye, Rocco. Right, bye now. Um, give it away now. The Red Hot Chili Peppers have released their first song with their... Oh, what's, is, what instrument does he play? John Frusciante? Oh, First song with him in 16 years. I guess he left, then he put out a bunch of solo albums. And we have a little bit of the song. You want to hear it? Yeah, I'd like to. I haven't heard these guys in a long time. A sailor spoke too soon. This is called Black Summer. And China's on the dark side of the moon. I'm not okay with this song. I'm not okay with it either. Hydrander, what are you doing? This is how we would sing the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Sailors under the room. Platypus are few. Is he doing a Madonna thing? Like I, I spent a vacation in London and now. <laughs> is that a joke? I don't know. Oh, all right, Rocco, how are we doing? Rocco! Rocco! Hi, I was muted there. 
Um, yeah, I did find it. Um, uh, Judd Apatow was introducing them on uh, Fallon. I'm going to move my microphone over to my speaker here. Oh, here Are we you go, ready? Stevie Boy style. Yes, yeah, indeed. I have a feeling you're right. Performing No Hard Feelings off their Grammy-nominated album, True Sadness. Please welcome my friends, the Avett Brothers. All right. Yeah. Avett yeah. Brothers. Okay, hey, Rocco, you. you were looking that up, but you missed a very weird new song from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I heard it a little bit, yeah. Well, let's listen to it again anyway. What Richard, was it, a sailor go? at sea? A sailor. <laughs> her. I kind of like it a little. Go back to the very beginning, Rachel, where we started the first clip. <laughs> a sailor spoke too soon. Oh my gosh! I don't like this. I got China's it. on the dark side. Herbender, Herbender. <laughs> Platypus are, are few. We sure? Here we go. Listen to this line. Okay, here we go. Platypus. What's he doing with his voice? Oh my gosh. Are we sure this isn't Glenn Hansard or yeah. Sinead O'Connor? <laughs> oh my god. It's funny you say that because I'm reading I was reading this um story about Dua Lipa and how she said she manifested Elton John. Uh, singing with him but the way she speaks in this article she sounds I don't know what planet she's from she's like I was hanging out by the pool peel right before heading to do some creating and all of an unexpected my cellular phone rings and it's a FaceTime from Elton and his spouse David informal I, I like she she uses the word person instead of people a lot. Huh. That's interesting. She said, um, hmm, I experience like I know what songs persons like. <laughs> like, what? What's happening? I like that. That's refreshing. I don't know. Let's do away with people and only call them persons. Huh. Anyway, she said that Rocket Man, you know her song, Cold Heart, Cold, Cold Heart. Yes. Heart by you. Um, she said that Rocket Man is her driving tune, her shower song. It's her song that uh, she sings to herself. Yes. And uh, she feels like one day when Elton John rang up her cellular, um, that she made it happen. Do you believe in that? I don't know. Okay. The player to a person. I'm only going to be thinking about Red Hot Chili Peppers the rest of the show. Dua Lipa is born in London, but to uh, Bosnian parents, so maybe there's some oh, sort of some kind of there okay that could be vocab. She'll be at Target Center Tuesday, March eighth. Let's go. What wow. did you say, Dua Lipa's? Uh, what did she, you just say? Her parents are from Bosnia, but she was okay. born in London. She was born in London. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's just sort of peculiar when read in print. It might make a little different sense if we heard it. When I obtained requested to sing that aspect, <laughs> I was like, okay, it was just meant to be. That sounds clunky when read, but maybe, maybe if you hear her. And of course, you know, 
If ever, you know, can I say something? You ever think about this? If you ever hear someone speak English as a second language, and if they're sort of just making their way through the language, the the American buffoon in us is like, oh, this person isn't as smart as I am. And then <laughs> you take a breath and think, what would I sound like if I was attempting to speak a different language on a national TV oh, show, sure, let's say, for sure. instance... And, like, do you know, like, the, the added muscle that it takes to just communicate in someone else's language? language yeah, good and point. And how it's easy for us to then dismiss their, or, or, or rate their given intelligence yeah. on a given topic based on how long it's taken them to put the right words together. Whereas if they switch to their native tongue, they would run circles around yes. you intellectually in terms of the topic that they're speaking it's about. It's funny you say that because Thank you. Um, when I go to Mexico... I think I'm speaking pretty fluently when I need to. No. When in truth, I I don't know tense. I don't know how to right. speak in like past tense. What do you call that? Conjugate, conjugate. Yeah, right. And then I do they have like feminine, it. masculine too? Yeah, that part's in, easy. In Spanish, okay. Because that's just memorizing. But yeah. the the learning of that, it's the equivalent of saying, "Hi, you tell me." Where bathroom is. Yes, exactly. It, and, it's, yeah, you're doing And the maybe best that's something that we have there with like Dua Lipa. We're reading her print. I'll tell you what, though. Well, now I feel bad. I know. Well, we processed it. We love Dua Lipa and, uh, and we're American idiots. That being said, Richard Cetus or Rick, Ricky Sedikis, whatever the guy's name is from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. He speaks English, doesn't Frucianti. he? No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Was it Anthony Kiedis singing? Or Richard Fushi? No, uh, is it Anthony no, Kiedis speaking? No, I don't know. I have no idea. This guy is a... Uh, Rachel's an indie girl, and she just nodded and said, yes, it was it was Anthony Kiedis who was singing. Yeah, and, and just judging by the music video, I mean, it was him. Okay. So there, though, we are not giving him a pass. The no. We got to go. Okay. Uh, when we come back... Oh, this is sort of an uh, interesting thing. Bill Murray had this rule on the set of Groundhog Day on Fridays. And it sounds kind of rude at first, but people apparently happily accepted it. We'll tell you what it was. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Yeah, you say you'll work out in the morning. Then I'll get to it this afternoon. Definitely after dinner. And it never happens. I know, it's hard to stay motivated, and that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and accountability. Peer pressure, I love it. Yeah, you get cardio, strength classes, yoga, and a bunch more. Get $5 enrollment if you join the Y by February 10th and 25% off dues through April. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Show. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. What's your problem? I was just looking at something that I incorrectly put on our website today. Oh. There was, <laughs> I think I put it up a couple weeks ago. If you want to check it out again, uh, we have a little teaser video of Guillermo del Toro as Cricket mm. in the upcoming stop-motion musical Pinocchio by Guillermo del Toro. Uh, that was, I think, carried over in our grid, and so I saw it pop up suddenly, and I was like, oh, Donna's going to want to talk about this. I think I was on the wrong day. I see. It's a mistake, but you know what? It's fun, and if you want to see Ewan McGregor as Cricket in the upcoming uh, Guillermo del Toro stop-motion musical Pinocchio, Mm-mm. please go to the Don and Steve Show Links page. 
I'm kind of bummed that it's what I would call animated. See, the whimsy in you, oh, black-hearted one, died long ago. (laughs) And you need to try this. It's good for your soul. Watching a couple of kids' movies would be good for you. You, Not when you're doing laundry. Phone is away. A nice glass of vino in hand. Mm. Sit down. Turn the volume up. And lock and load for an hour and 40 minutes. It would be good for your heart. That's okay. All righty. Bill Murray, I loved in Groundhog Day earlier this week. Of course, everybody was talking about Groundhog Day uh, since it was mm, Groundhog Day. But uh, Andy McDowell, who, of course, he co-starred with in that movie, she was talking about a rule that he had on set, which I thought was sort of peculiar. She said he was so fun to work with, so interesting. You never knew what was going to come out of his mouth. No two takes were ever the same. He would always try something quirky, something different from the last take. Said there was even one point when they were in a scene together in a car, and midway through, he doesn't stop the car where they tell him to. He just drives off the set, <laughs> off location. And she's like, what are we doing? And he said, let's just take a drive for a little bit. And then they just drove around for about 10 or 15 minutes and then came back. And nobody said, boo, right? He's Bill Murray. Sure. And it's like, all right, Bill wanted to do that. If that keeps him happy here, fine. But I guess he also had a rule where people would come out to see him. He was a huge star. And for whatever reason, he had a rule on set with fans, Hmm. no autographs on Fridays. And she said it's such a weird and quirky (laughs) thing, but because he's Bill Murray... People liked it. They thought it was funny. Nobody ever had a problem with it. Nobody ever said anything cross when he told them that. You know, just imagine Bill Murray coming through with his Bill Murray delivery. Sorry, guys. You know, no autographs on Fridays. It seems so obscure that it just feels like, oh, cool. He joked with us. He's not going to sign the autograph, but he was joking with us about it. You know, I I know you said like, oh, he's Bill Murray. He wasn't that big of a star when that movie came out. You know, well, he was he was still coming off of though um, his Ghostbusters smash. Oh, like, okay. So where he made tons of money. Which hmm. book did I read that in? Maybe it was the CAA book about the <clears throat> Creative Artists Agency, um, and they were detailing all sorts of good star stories there. But yeah, he made so much money on that movie, those movies. Okay, all right, that makes sense then. And Speaking she, okay. you go, ladies first. I'm just going to say, Andy woman. McDowell, I've always liked her. And she always seemed to play the same character. Super likable woman. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see Sex, Lies, and Videotape? Uh-uh. Okay. Um, but I really like her in The Maid. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Which I can't remember what streaming service Netflix. that is on. Okay. And she plays the mom of... She's just this crazy artist weirdo mother to this young woman and i really like seeing her in something different like that so that is all i really like her thank you thanks for having me speaking of well he wasn't really anybody at that point there's a list today of big stars who almost walked away from acting called it quits right before their big break like john krasinski who was waiting tables and wanted his mom to pick him up. Like, I'm done doing this out here. But she Aww. said, be patient. Three weeks later, he gets his role on The Office. No way. Gal Gadot was in L.A. with her husband on vacation. She was ready to give up. And then she did her audition for Wonder Woman while in town on vacation. Wow. Got the role of Wonder Woman. Huh. Uh, one of her last auditions before giving up was for Stranger Things. This for Millie Bobby Brown. Hmm. Chris Hemsworth. So, similar. I have a similar body structure to him, which is why I always sort of relate when I hear a story about oh, sure, him. Sure. He was ready to quit when he finally booked a role. It was for Cabin in the Woods. And then shortly after that is when he landed the role for Thor. Robert Pattinson had a terrible audition for Twilight and he was ready to quit. Until he learned he got the part. He's a pretty good actor. You wouldn't know it from Twilight. Nope. I can't wait to see him <laughs> in uh, The Batman. Me too. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for that. I, I just love The Batman story. The Dark Knight, I long said, was my favorite movie ever. Mm, ever? Ever. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's That movie starts with a bang. It is so great. There's this heist scene yep. immediately. Mm-hmm. And everyone was thinking about the Joker. And then they finally reveal the Joker at the end of this. I don't know if it's a six or eight minute heist scene. And there's all these different Jokers and different and Joker masks. masks. Yep. And then when Heath Ledger pulls off his Joker mask to reveal he is the Joker. And then he says his line, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stranger. And then does his weird little mouth thing. To, oh, Lord. Loved it. John Hamm almost quit. Melissa McCarthy gave herself until age 30. And then days before her birthday, 30th, she booked her role on the Gilmore Girls. Oh, Don't wow. give up, kids. That's the lesson. Don't give up, kids. Hang in there. Stay on the uh, line. Keep on keeping on. Do what you do. You can call us now if you Fake want. Fake it till you make it. This could be your big break. 651-641-1071. Play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge with us. Call now. Game time next. You're listening to The Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Yeah. It's time to attend The College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Hi, Donna and Steve. Hey, and Rachel. Hey, Rocco. Uh, who else we got, Rachel? We got a player who is up for a t-shirt. Yep, we've got Tim on the line. Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. Timbo. Timbo. Hey, good morning. Oh, nice, man. Uh, backwards, it's Mitt, right? 
Yes, and Steve. Yeah. I also flew flew in one of those planes. Did you really? A private jet we were talking about earlier? Uh, did you have any bathroom problems? No, no, but actually it was a Hubbard plane. My brother-in-law is the chief pilot for the Hubbard family since 1975. No way. <laughs> I wonder if he was on the flight that I was on. It's Morgan. His name is Morgan. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is fantastic. It's a wonderful way to travel. Well, I Isn't don't it? think Tim is um, is qualified to be playing since he's got a family member who works for no, the No, no, no. He is. He's eligible. <laughs> Tim, don't yeah. let her get in your head. And all clearly, right, right. <laughs> you shouldn't be teaming up with her now because she's ready to throw you right out of the emergency slide right now. So who would you like to team up? What's our topic, Rocco? Have we revealed this yet? topic... Uh, no, first of all, I've been on the Hubbard plane a couple times. I just wanted to drop that. But anyway, is the top. I know. The jet? Um, the private well, jet? Oh, yeah. yeah I flew to New York a, a couple G5. times. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's a G5? Nice. Is that what it is? Oh, my gosh. Donna's like the only person I know who hasn't been on the private jet. Or the boat. Right, Rachel's the yacht. Been. Yeah. Rude. No. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So today's date is uh, Feb 4. If you were to write it down, you'd say like two slash four, right? Yeah, bro. What's two slash four? It's like two over four. It's a fraction. Oh. I am going to give you some famous quartets, but I'm only going to tell you two of the people in the quartet, (laughs) and you are going to name that quartet. Now, Donna's thinking like uh, acapella groups and brass quartets. I think it's going to be more broad than that. It really is. Um, in fact, of my three questions, only one is a musical act. So Unbelievable. All right. Uh, with that, Mitt, it is time for you to choose. Would you like to team up with Donna or Steve for famous pop culture quartets? Ooh, this is tough. Sure is. Um, yeah, I'll go with you, Steve. It's because we're bros, man. We yep. should fly somewhere soon together. Um, Donna, could you get the heck out of here? Hey, Donna, why don't you go book some sort of like commercial flight somewhere? <laughs> it's funny. I'm sorry. It's funny. Goodbye. Go to like kayak.com. Okay. Um, all right. I'm ready. Mitt, I'm going to do this for you. You listen along, and we will bring you back in when it is time. Okay. Rock, I'm ready. All right. Here we go. I'm going to give you two, uh, two-fourths of a famous quartet. You're going to name that foursome. Like okay. this one, Human Torch and the Invisible Woman. The Fantastic Four. Peter Venkman and Egon Spengler. Ghostbusters. Agnetha Falskog and Anifred Lingstad. Oh, boy. Is that a Game of Thrones thing? Say it again so Mitt can hear it. Ag- uh, Agnetha, maybe Agnetha, Falskog, and Anifrid Lingstad. Oh, I'm going to say uh, ABBA. I feel great about that all of a sudden. It just feels like ABBA kind of names. Uh, this is great. Let's bring in old uh, Timbo, Timberini. Tim, how do you feel about those answers? I feel great. Don't you? Even even the ABBA one you feel pretty good about? I do. I, 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 don't, I don't know who it is, so I'm going to stick with what you said. Oh, man. See, this is why we're blood brothers, dude. It's like I would sit beside you on an overseas flight, and we would chat the night away. Absolutely. All right, let's bring in uh, commercial <laughs> flight Donna. We'll bring Donna back in. Hey, Donna. Hey, what's up? Well, we went three for three. We feel pretty strong. We're not sure of that, but we feel confident. Okay. So I hope that you have your three for three pants on. Okay. 
Rock okay, Donna. You weirdo. <laughs> okay, all right, fine. Uh, I'm just laughing at Steve's jokes. They're funny. Well, that was a pretty weak one, but thank you, Rocco. Um, ready for these uh, famous foursomes? Sure. But I'm only going to give you two of the people in it. Okay. Dean Martin. Okay, here goes. Okay. Uh, there, there's a lot more than four people in the Rat Pack, but whatever. Mm. How about this one? Human Torch and the Invisible Woman. Oh, come on. Human Torch, Invisible Woman. Uh, I know nothing of superhero stuff, so pass. Peter Venkman and Egon Spengler. What? Pass. I love you. Agnetha Falskog and Anafrid Lingstad. Are you saying these names backwards? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Anika, what? Ag- Agnetha Falskog and Anafrid Lingstad. What in the holy hell? T shirt. Okay. Mitt, what size is your t shirt? Are you, uh, you know, you don't have to answer that publicly. I have you in a large. Extra large. Get it, baby. <laughs> okay, what uh, what is going on? Let's well, let's go through these answers because Donna is right on the brink of being actually mad. Well, um, the Human Torch and the Invisible Woman. If you added uh, Mister Fantastic and the Thing, yeah, no clue. You would get the Fantastic Four. That's where a lifeline probably could have helped you out. So the answer is it's the Fantastic Fantastic Four. Four. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Gotcha. Now Egon Spengler and Peter Venkman are two of the Ghostbusters. I was just looking up the other two guys' names. So the answer was Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, and the final one, uh, Agnetha and Anafrid names backwards? <laughs> are from ABBA. If you added Benny and Bjorn, you'd yes. get Swedish supergroup, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, recently reunited, ABBA. This is the hardest game ever. Steve went three for three. I went three, three for three on that one. Yeah, because it's all dude stuff. ABBA? <laughs> Ghostbusters is cross-cultural. There is no gender. It's movies. Congratulations, Tim. It's stage left. (laughs) Awesome. Hey, Tim, let's let's connect at a festival sometime, all right, man? Sounds great. All right, sweet. Bye, Tim. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Tim sounds like a guy you you could... If you were sitting next to him at an airport bar, you'd have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean, Billie Jean? Yeah. Let me try this again. Right. Nope, not working. What's going on? Rachel's on the phone. Oh, yeah. she's taking. She takes a lot of personal She's calls. very busy. Oh, there. There hey. it is. Hey. Everybody hey. on the show getting hey. tipped. Hey. All right. The only, it's not even a tip. It's just a warning. Amazon Prime membership is going up. Listen, we feel okay about this. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's already too much. Not when you really break it down, though. And I get it. I don't like paying a lot for stuff. I'm cheap, but 139 it comes out to 12.99 a month, I think. That's a lot. But you get You're right. access to their library. You're they right. have a lot of movies, they have TV shows. They haven't had enough hit shows yet, but they have content and you get free 2-day shipping, which for my Amazon Prime peeps, no, often that means 1-day shipping. Sometimes same-day shipping. Sometimes what you buy doesn't even qualify. That's why you have to search Prime only. What are you buying? 
you got to get on a Prime only search. Are you a Prime member, Donna? I hate you don't have to reveal that. Yeah, but are you? I am. I caved one day and it's great. You know, it's yeah. it's great. I love it when when I see things when I go to buy something and it says will arrive by nine p.m. tonight. It is exhilarating. There is a drop of dopamine in Stevie Boy's body, and it courses through every vein. And I'm just, like, sitting and waiting. And then when it shows up, I say, I'll be darned. I just had a book show up a day early. You think I'm going to be Smirch Prime now? I'm a Prime member, a valued one at that, that a book showed up a day early. A <laughs> valued one at that. Donna. What? You don't know. My sister, Janie, and her uh, husband, Dave, they've been leeching off of us for, for years now. I think they paid one year. We were like, hey, why don't we chop this up? And then I think that happened one year. Well, good for them. Just what? Although I leech off my brother's Netflix, so who am I? Who am I to judge? Yeah, I. the only thing I pay for is Apple. The cheap one. <laughs> yeah, the cheap one. Yeah. And I was doing Apple, and then my stupid debit card that has caused me to, without me planning to cancel a bunch of subscriptions i went to watch something that you guys recommended on apple tv plus the other day said you're gonna have to sign in or sign up again and then i thought that's just enough of a hurdle for me to input information on a remote control is enough for me to say we're done what was the show i forget and i really i feel like you and rocco recommended it apple tv plus rocco not murders in the building Um, already watched that that's a hulu one anyway not the soccer one. No. Um, the one about space for all mankind. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Wait, was it was it Station Eleven? Oh. No. Is that on that? No. Yeah, that kind of something else. I don't That's know. That's on HBO Max. You know those Apple TV Plus commercials are pretty good, the ones with John Hamm? I don't think I've ever seen them. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, They're gosh. All the sports shows, yeah. I love these commercials. And I wonder if it's leading into a big... Apple TV Plus commercial with John Hamm, where they announce a show starring John Hamm. I think he's on a show right now. Not on Apple TV Plus. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Because it's him sitting in what to me is the greatest looking room of all time. And he is sitting there watching a, uh, he's just wa- watching a big screen of Apple TV Plus, And he is talking directly to camera about the fact that all these other stars are on apple tv plus but not him and then at the end it says apple tv plus everyone but john ham that's funny and it's very funny in the rooms rocco you've seen him doesn't the room where he's watching the tv and then later he's in the bedroom watching it and they just look like amazing sexy like glamorous oh yeah uh hollywood hills home oh my gosh it is funny that i've never seen it because i experienced this also with um Papa John's. And someone's like, uh, the guys that I worked with were like, how could you have never seen this commercial? I'm like, never. It doesn't even ring a bell. Mm. It's because it's all on the sports channel. Every and NFL yes, yeah, commercial break. And I never watch sports. Thank you. Donna, thank you for your uh, contributions. <laughs> thank you. To the show, but more than that, to the Metro. Yeah, thanks. Was it okay. the shrink next door? Oh, maybe that's no, it. No, I have been interested in that. That's going to be too quirky for me. Schmigadoon? No, but I'm interested in that. (laughs) I'm interested in the word. We like the word. 
Um, hey, we'll take a quick break here. When we come back, Candace Cameron Bure was on the Today Show talking with Hoda Kotb and revealed her last text message back and forth with Bob Saget, revealing uh, kind of like a little tiff that happened and then what followed. Um, we'll tell you what the text message said back and forth from the mouth yeah. of Candace Cameron Bure. That when we come back, it's Don and Steve on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, that's that guy. I wonder if our phone call was just on the air. And DJ Rock Lobster. Might have been. Uh, you think so? I don't know. We're hammering out logistics of scheduling stuff. It was exciting. Behind the scenes, if you got to hear it. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a, a story. This is kind of interesting. I kind of get where Candace Cameron Bure is kind of coming from because this has happened to me with voice messages before where I just never want to delete them so I can hear the oh, voice yeah. of somebody that I lost. Of course. Yep. So she and Bob Saget apparently had this trivial argument in their last text messages two weeks before his unexpected death. And she said that they were going to have dinner and they got into a little tiff. And then his flight was delayed and they ended up not having dinner. And she said, but in Bob fashion, the next day he wrote to me and said, um, uh, he said she said that it was like a really long text message and he was apologizing, saying that he was cranky and he was just so sorry. And then he compared himself to his mother, Dolly, who died in 2014. And he said, oh, now I feel even worse. I was so wrong. You're like my favorite person on Earth. And I acted like Dolly. I was getting ready to take a late flight and I was annoyed. And she said that he went on and on. And at the end, he said, I love you more than the trouble than the trouble you're giving me, if that's even possible. And so she was telling this to the gang at the Today Show. And she said that she wrote back to him. I could never be mad at you. Roll my eyes at you. Yes, but never (laughs) mad. And she said, I love that you're being like Dolly. And that made uh, her laugh out loud, she said. And she said, I loved your mom. And that was the, um, that was the last Their correspondence. Last yeah. 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 She said she feels nervous every time she even pulls the text message up. She's she afraid she's going to delete it. Yeah. yeah. doesn't want to accidentally delete it. Um, but yeah, that's, that, you know, that's, that's tough too. That's human nature. It's difficult when your last interaction, even though it ended well, if there's any sort of tension there, you know. Yeah. Look, think how easy it is for us to overthink any kind of tension in a back and forth text message when both people are still living. You know, it's easy for yeah. that to, you to be thinking about that and like, oh, absolutely, crap, is that weird? And then if that becomes the final time that you spoke, but it's, how nice to hear, though, that as she said in typical Bob fashion, he reaches out, you know, in kindness and owning up to like, all right, I was cranky, I was, I was annoyed, and you know, shouldn't have been, and all that kind of stuff that was i want to know what they were arguing about i think it had to do with i thought it had to do with their dinner plans and then it them sort of getting canceled and stuff like that oh i thought they were supposed to have dinner but then they got into they got into a tiff and then he missed his flight 
Uh, no, they ended I, up not having dinner because or because I of think the it, tiff. She says we were going to have dinner and we got into a little tiff and his flight was delayed. We ended up not having dinner. Okay. I think there's more to it. I think she jumped from from the beginning to the end. Hmm. Well, top, I, I saw John Stamos of the Full House family as well. He said that there were a bunch of people that came out. Uh, I think it was to the comedy store uh, earlier this week. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh, folks John like... John Mayer. John Mayer, Dave Chappelle. Uh, no, Dave Chappelle wasn't there. Dave Chappelle, I believe, was at his funeral. Um, Chris Rock was there. Jeffrey Ross, who does all of the celebrity roasts. Uh, let me see. But I, I saw him saying, like, this is going to be the the last of all of these tributes that we're doing as I now have to sort of just move forward. Oh, Jim Carrey was there as well, Jackson Brown, Darren Chris, And he says, but for now, the tributes and memorials are over, and we face head-on the harsh reality of going through life without Bob and his love and his laughter. Not Aww, going to be easy. That's so sad. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I, I still can't even believe. Can't believe he passed away. That was just, like, caught everybody off guard. So yeah. random, you know? Yeah, especially since, you know, since he was performing the night before. It's not like you hadn't heard from him in a while. Right. If you were following him on Instagram, he last updated hours before he passed. Right. You know, so that right. always adds uh, an element, I think, of surreal to it. And Candace Cameron Bure, she was even saying while talking with Hoda, she was talking about him in the present tense. And she said, I notice you're talking about him still like he's here. And she was like, I just mentally can't get there yeah that he's that that he's that he's not here i get it i get it Uh, what'd you see in central park that you wanted to tell me oh did you you click on that link did you you might not even be Uh, in the spot where you can see it somebody an artist put out a huge 11.7 million dollar solid gold cube in central park had its own security detail and there was an artist who did this the artist named nicholas costello it's not for sale. Uh, not clear what the artist plans to do with it now. And it was a one-day only situation. But he launched a cryptocurrency around oh, it God. called Cast, C-A-S-T. And there's some sort of a non-fungible token <sighs> auction okay. happening later this month around it. It's really pretty. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, it's just a big chunk of gold. Just a big cube of gold. Damn. One expert, who is an expert in the field of art particularly, said it's supposed to be a commentary on the evolution of money. I see. She described the cube as, quote, a sort of communique between an emerging 21st century cultural ecosystem based on crypto and the ancient world where gold reigns supreme. Donna, this has been... Non oh has it fungible no token no is that thing fungible no it's not fungible <laughs> it looks so fungible to me no it's not second thought maybe it's fungible let's ask Donna and Steve time to talk non fungible tokens with NFT experts Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. <laughs> The units of data. They make the techies chatter, that's in. My friend. I'll tell you, women and men, it's those non-fungibles. Runs with launchables. Tokens NFT. 
It doesn't rhyme with Lunchables at all. Kind of. <laughs> Come on. If you're I bought, rapping. I bought one. What? I got a non-fungible token for going to the uh, soccer game the other night. It's very exciting. What? Yeah, you did. I'll share it with you. Oh, my gosh. I sent gosh. you a text about it. I didn't know what you were talking about. I thought you were joking. No, he's got a non-fungible token. Oh, my gosh. I got to look at it again. We'll describe it. We'll discuss coming up after a dirt alert with DJ Rock Lobster.